Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. This is Deb McBride, and it is Sunday, the 20th of August in the year 2023. And I am here speaking to you from beautiful Escazú, Costa Rica, where it just started to rain, thankfully, thank heavens. And we have another lovely week ahead where it is full of astrology and lots of different astrology that we have. So let's begin. Right now we are in the midst of, remember I spoke of a needling aspect, something that feels a little uncomfortable and we have to make adjustments to. Well, we're in the middle of that. And if you'll recall, there was one a few weeks ago with Venus, there was Mercury, there was Venus, there was Mars weeks before that earlier in July, and now we're having the sun. So right now, anytime a planet passes through the end of Leo, the last few degrees of Leo, they're going to make these what we call quincunx or inconjunct aspects to Neptune and then Pluto. So first they come to Neptune and then they come to Pluto because both of those signs are in a place near the end of the sign that they are in, Neptune and Pisces, Pluto and Capricorn. And both of those planets are making what we call a sextile or a very smooth aspect to one another. And then on the other side of the zodiac, because Neptune's in Pisces and Pluto's in Capricorn, sort of in the Leo realm, we get a planet walking through there this time of year. So we had Mercury and we had Venus and we had, Mar- well, first was Mars and then Venus and then Mercury and then now we've got the sun. So I feel that the sun is always a healing element. The sun comes in and restores the energy, restores us, gives us vitality, sets us on our path. And the sun is, I think it's kind of a reset. I think sun is going to come in and just warm that area up, which it's doing right now, and support those two planets that are talking to each other, Neptune and Pluto, they're outer planets. So there may be some transformation within this um, experience of this aspect that we keep repeating. Venus will come through here again. That won't be until she's direct, like end of September, early October, and she's moving through and she's going to end her time in Leo. She, Venus went through it and got to Neptune and didn't quite reach Pluto. So she turned around before she reached the Pluto point. So that's what we call refraining in astrology. And I may have mentioned the refrain at that point in time a few weeks ago, but right now we're dealing with the sun and the sun is this lively energy that is healing It's like when you go out in the sun and it just feels very soothing to your soul. It's like if you close your eyes and let yourself just be in the sun, it's like a reset. So that's what I feel like is happening right now. And I feel like it's a good thing. It is a little bit of a discomfort. The aspect is a little bit uncomfortable and it makes us feel a little like we have to, you know... It's, you know, when you're shifting in your seat, you know, like I do when I'm doing this podcast, (laughs) you're shifting in your seat. It's that. It's like an adjustment that needs to be made. And the sun is doing that right now. It's making that adjustment with Neptune today. And then Pluto will be tomorrow. So just see where you feel this in your life. And it may key you into the experiences you had with Venus 
back around the time she went retrograde. So like she passed Neptune, she stopped, she turned back, she went to Neptune again. So around like the tw- a month ago, the 20th of July, maybe the 23rd, 24th of July, because the experience of the retrograde brought her right back to the spot she was in. And Mercury got close to her at that time and did the same aspect and Mars had been weeks earlier. So any adjustments you have been feeling um, in these last few days probably have a lot to do with that. And I actually feel like we have um, a softer energy. I feel like since Venus met with the sun and there was that big energy not so long ago, like when we had Venus and the sun meeting each other, that would have been last Sunday. And that was the Venus star point. And that was the experience of uh, Venus now becoming a morning star once she conjunct the sun and she was at the halfway point of the retrograde. Now we only have two more weeks left in her retrograde, okay? So the sun is, I feel, healing some of the sores we may have experienced during this Venus retrograde. And I do feel the energy is softer and maybe things are lightening up a little bit. We still have work to do. We still have Venus work to do in relationships and in finances, but we are continuing our march forward. Now, I'm going to pause to say we have had two days, two sessions of my Harmonizing Prosperity class, and we have three more sessions left. And one will be this Tuesday and the following two Tuesdays after that. So you can still join us. So if you'd like to join my Harmonizing Prosperity, Sinking Heart, Soul, and Wallet class, my immersion, where we meet five for five weeks, I would love to have you. You can write to me, info at thegoldenastrologer.com or deb at debmcbride.com. And you can uh, talk to me about you know, your interests and in joining the class the, you know, the videos are available or we have a, a Facebook group where people post their homework and things. So I invite anyone who would like to join. It's not too late. Okay. Moving along this week. So we have that sun aspect tomorrow and then we've got some big days this week. So lots of changes. Take note. Tuesday, the 22nd, we have the second experience of Venus squaring Jupiter. And remember that there's two experiences going on here. There's Venus squaring Jupiter and Venus squaring Uranus. And the other day we had Venus squaring Uranus again. But this week we're going to have Venus square Jupiter. And that's going to be her second passage of the square to Jupiter. Remember she did this once before. Now I'm finding that there could be a story, but also there seem to be different events for each time. They may all be part of the same story, but they are different levels of the story. And maybe your experience of this Venus and Jupiter, which you would have experienced, you know, at the end of June and then with Uranus in July and then this experience of of these things, these aspects are definitely um, planning out a story for us. So it may be a little bit different each time, but it might be a chapter of the story that, you know, relates to the, the greater story at large, okay? So that's the second one. And Venus and Jupiter are friends, even though it's a square. 
Um, I always warn with Venus, Jupiter, don't overindulge. That could be food, drink, or shopping. So it could be anything, actually. It could be TV. <laughs> don't be overconfident. I'm going to jump off this cliff into the water. And I know I've never done this before, but, you know, and that's, that's just telling you to be aware of what your limitations are, how far you want to push the envelope, and what you're capable of. And maybe it is a good thing to push the envelope, say, for example, in your work. Maybe you need to push it a little harder to get what you really desire right now. So see what Venus and Jupiter bring to you. Jupiter is the planet of expansion, and the expansion planet is also the abundance planet because it's about bigness, and Venus and Jupiter uh, together can be big. So um, it could also be blessings. So look for those blessings and more than anything, practice gratitude. So that's, that's what's really important. Um, and then there's Mars who's in Virgo opposing Neptune and Mars is getting ready to finish up its visit to the sign of Virgo, which is all about health and work and details and organization and cleanliness and all that, all that good stuff. But Mars and Neptune are an interesting dynamic because Neptune is a very nebulous kind of energy and Mars is very direct. <laughs> and this is, this is where you might assert yourself and it falls flat. Um, <laughs> it might be asking you to balance the intuitive and the action taking part of you. So you might be ready to take action and launch something or do something and there's an intuitive part of you that's saying, maybe it shouldn't be today, maybe it should be next week, maybe we should wait till Venus is direct, etc. So this is something you want to pay good attention to, okay? And that happens at 4.34 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time on Tuesday. And the Venus-Jupiter happens at 8.16 a.m. the same day, Eastern Daylight Time, okay? And... So that I think the Mars and Neptune are really important because they only happen once every couple of years. It's an opposition. Mars only goes through Virgo once every two years. And this time, because Neptune has gotten later in Pisces, it's 27 degrees of Pisces. That's only three more degrees of Pisces it has to finish up. Um, Mars is approaching Neptune in a very late degree. So this is the end. This is the end of the, the cycle. What's going to happen in a couple of years when Mars comes around again is that Mars is going to be in Libra and it will be opposing Neptune in Aries. So this is the last time Mars and Neptune are going to oppose one another in the mutable signs in our generation, in our lifetime, because... Um, Neptune is going to take a really long time to come back around to Pisces again. <laughs> and then its next visit would be Gemini, which isn't going to be for a really long time. So we're looking at Mars and Virgo opposing Neptune and Pisces for the last time this week. And they are not coming back to this. The next time will be Aries and Libra, the way the nodes change signs um, to Aries and Libra. Now these guys are going to change signs to Aries and Libra. But Neptune going into Aries, that's a whole other dynamic, and we're not ready to talk about that yet. We're still dealing with Neptune in its own sign. So this is it. Mars is in Virgo, and Mars in Virgo loves to be organized and loves that, like, you know, exercise 
regimen and new health regimen and all the clean living and eating. And Neptune, Neptune is asking us to balance that intuition and action. Okay. And, you know, the other thing you have to be careful of with Mars and Neptune, it's a, it's a bit of an insidious aspect. So Mars and Neptune can be covert action, something that happens behind your back, something that happens covertly, something that happens and you're not aware of it. Um, it's strange. I mean, these Mars is not in Aries, okay? Mars is not in Aries. It's in Virgo. And we would like to think that this is a little less backstabbing, okay? Because Mars and Neptune can be something very um, sneaky. I won't beat around the bush. It can be sneaky. So the opposition is something that you are not expecting. It's like an ambush, okay? And that doesn't mean you're going to be ambushed. It's really raining now, folks. So I'm going to move in closer to the microphone. Um, it's really not necessarily a, an ambush. Like everybody's going to be ambushed. It may be something that comes out of nowhere that surprises you. It can be feeling a little bit drained in energy because... Mars wants action and Neptune wants to sleep. So you've got to find that balance. Maybe your body is saying, you know what? I need to stop right now. And that's okay. You know, obviously it's okay. If your body's telling you to stop, you've got to stop. So don't push your body this week. If you really feel exhausted and you're feeling under the weather, don't push your body. Make sure that you feel like you are moving along at a pace that is working for you, okay, and working for your body. So don't risk your health by burning the candle at both ends or anything that could put yourself under stress physically, okay? Pay attention, get extra sleep. Mars doesn't want extra sleep, but Neptune does. So it's, it's an, another adjustment we need to make, even though it's an opposition and it's very clear, it's one of those things that can be asking us to make that adjustment. Wednesday the 23rd, Mercury goes retrograde. Now, what's interesting also on the 23rd, Mercury is the ruler of Virgo and the sun enters Virgo at 5.01 a.m. Eastern time. And then the retrograde doesn't happen until 4 o'clock in the afternoon, 3.59 p.m. Eastern time. So the sun will already be in Virgo it's leaving Leo, this, these are the last days of the sun in Leo, and then Mercury will, hours later, go retrograde. So this is something important to pay attention to, because just as we're getting into Virgo season, the planet that rules Virgo is turning around and going retrograde. And Mercury is in Virgo, it's at 21 degrees of Virgo, and that's where it will do its retrograde. Now, it's so important to pay attention to this, because now we are going to have both Venus and Mercury retrograde, okay? So lots, lots of retrograde here, lots of retrograde happening. Because the outer planets go every year, okay, they, and they spend five, six months retrograde. But what you want to pay attention to is your communications, as always, is your focus, is your, you know, your clarity and your details and everything because Mercury is in its own sign and, and your health, again, your health. So pay attention, take a step back if you need to, and be very aware of how you're communicating with people and how you're communicating with your body and how your workflow is moving. So 
You know, whenever we go into Virgo season, it's always asking us to pay attention to that health and work dynamic because that's what Virgo rules. So with Mercury going retrograde the same time, this is not an accident, that it's the same time as the sun steps into Virgo, we're being really asked to pay attention to the health work polarity in our life and that dynamic and how we spend our energy and how we are working with ourselves, you know, to, to improve our health, to, again, eat clean, exercise, keep good boundaries with the body, put only nutritious good food in your body. I don't have to tell you this, right? But this is a particularly Virgoan time of year. It's not just that the sun is there. Mercury is retrograde right away. And Mercury is going to be retrograde till the 15th of September. So, there's not going to be much time that the sun is in Virgo, that we're having Virgo season, that Mercury will be direct. And that's really from the end of that retrograde on the 15th to about the 22nd or so when it goes into Libra, the sun, when the sun goes into Libra. So that section of time, that, that week of time, the last week of Virgo season, we're going to see Mercury direct. So I can feel that this is something where we need to pay attention to all those good health and work matters and taking care of ourselves very well. And then when that last week of Virgo season comes and Mercury is direct, we're paying attention to how we did. How did you do? Did you, did you do a, a yoga challenge? Did you do an exercise challenge? Did you um, take a new diet? These are good times to step back and look at that. And, you know, holidays... I, and I'm, I'm saying this, it's August 20th. And I, look, it's not Christmas. It's not Thanksgiving. It's none of that Halloween candy yet. But we're moving towards that. And I can't believe that the year is like, it just, I remember that first month in January, I just remember the Chinese New Year and telling everyone that, you know, we're not having the beginning of the year really happen until we have that Lunar New Year because of all the planetary things that were going on up until that point in the first three weeks of January. That feels like it was last week. And now we're looking at the end of August. And so when you start to get in shape for the end of the year and you start to look at your health for the end of the year... We want to make sure that by the time we're ready to overindulge at the holiday time, <laughs> that we are really feeling good and we can just sort of bounce right back to, you know, a healthy diet or a healthy exercise pattern or, or you know, schedule or something like that, okay? So you want to, you know, this is, this is all the Virgo stuff. I know, it's not exciting. It's not exciting, right? It's like, this isn't, I'm not saying it's a steamy love season. No, I'm telling you to like, look at your diet, look at the exercise, look at your body, how do you feel in it? And, you know, tune into your body. And, you know, it could be a steamy love season if you, like, get in shape and you feel like you want to have a steamy love season, right? After Venus goes direct. Anyway, Venus and Mercury will be retrograde as of Wednesday. So this is asking us to take another step inward because that's what Mercury retrograde and Venus retrograde, especially inner planets, want us to do. To step back, to recognize, to realize, to review revisit, reevaluate all the re's during retrograde times. Okay, so that's 
that's really important where we're going this week. And this is this is going to be, it could be a doozy. We'll see. By, by next weekend, when I come back here in a week, we'll see what we have to say um, and how we were feeling after how this week was. Um, then... So that's Wednesday. Thursday, so there's almost something every day this week, right? Thursday, Mars is trining Pluto. And Mars will have opposed Neptune on Tuesday. So remember, Pluto and Neptune are in this nice little relationship with one another. So Mars will come from opposing Neptune to trining Pluto, which is a nice smooth aspect. And that's actually very good. You know, this big trine in earth signs has been happening and it's with Uranus in Taurus and Pluto in Capricorn and Mars in Virgo and now Mars went from that trine with um, Uranus the other day last Wednesday the 16th and then it's now doing this trine it's moving into the trine with Pluto so this is all earthy practical energy again boring I'm sorry (laughs) But the universe is telling us to get practical and to be focused on things that are practical in our lives. Now, oftentimes I talk a lot about healing and spirit. Yes, these are important things. We're still stepping within with Venus and Mercury. We're still looking at our inner self and where we're going and how we're feeling and and emotionally and what our inner self is telling us it needs, okay? And there is this, all this practical stuff. So you know that things, and you've heard me say this many times, and I'm going to say it again, before anything becomes matter, it's in the field first. So if you're feeling energetically something passing through you emotionally, tune into that with Venus and Mercury in retrograde. And then you can manifest something or bring it into 3D world, into physical being after it's you felt it go through you in the field. So this is a really strong recognition of that, okay? When we're talking about retrogrades, we are stepping back. We are looking at what's passing through us. What is passing through you? It could be just some emotional dynamic and you know, you could be in a funk, you could be in a great place, you could, it depends on you and your astrology, and what you are experiencing and going through, and what is passing through you in this moment, what do you feel is, is asking for your attention, that's all the emotional stuff, and then you can see it's either going to, you know, you're going to free it up, the emotional energy, or it's going to become something very practical in your life, Maybe you're, for example, maybe you are starting to notice a dissatisfaction with your work. I'm just using that as an example. So maybe you're starting to notice that. Maybe it's just a passing thing. Maybe you're going to sit with yourself. Why am I dissatisfied? Am I unhappy with my performance? Am I unhappy with my money? Am I unhappy with my job? Whatever. And you're, you're, you step back and you sit with it and you let it move through you, you work with the energy, and then you can see the shift in your life. This is the way things happen. It happens in the field, and then it becomes material world. It happens energetically, and then it becomes material. So if you're paying attention to the energetics, which we talk about in my class, my immersion, if you're paying attention to the energetics, then when it becomes a reality, Um, in your 3D life, then you can handle it. 
um, knowing that you were tuned into this before. So what is it about your life that requires your attention right now? Where do you need to take a step back and where do you need to pay attention to something that is asking you to look at it? Okay, where is that energy going? So with all this practical energy with Mars in, in Virgo and Pluto in Capricorn and Uranus in Taurus and, and now we've got you know, Mercury in Virgo going retrograde and we've got the sun in Virgo. There's so much earth and we have to look at the practical ways of doing things. So, you know, we have to post on our social media for self-promotion like I have to do, right? And then we have to keep working on the practical things in order to achieve something. So this is, we're in a practical vibe right now, okay? And if you're not sure what's happening, Mercury and Venus are asking you to step back and pay attention and do a little inner homework to figure it out. And, you know, I know we're practical. I know I'm saying it's practical, but energetics always top strategies. And it's still practical to step back and look at your life, right? If you're not sure why things aren't going well, if you're not sure why you're dissatisfied with your job, like I said, um, something like that can bring you to a place of intuitive knowing why once you do a little inner homework and then you can change things as you see fit. Now, next Sunday, next Sunday, we are moving into two other things that are going on. That is the sun in Virgo is going to oppose Saturn and Mars is going to enter Libra. So the sun will be in Virgo, as you know, as I said, and then it's going to finally oppose Saturn in Pisces. Now, what do we know about Saturn? It's the planet of limitation. It's the planet of responsibility, duty, sometimes restriction, sometimes boundaries. So it might be an experience of knowing where to hold your boundaries and keep them intact. It's also a place to create stability between yourself and another, especially like sometimes it's Saturn asks us to get really rock solid in our efforts, especially towards others. It is an opposition. It's I and you. It's me and the person across the table from me. So there's a st stabilizing of the energy. Okay. And it's an interesting dynamic because Saturn is in Pisces, like I've said. Pisces is where we believe. Pisces is where we trust. Pisces is where we have faith. So the sun in Virgo, which is all about practicality and doing and doing, has to confront the planet of limitations and, and where we can confront our fears with in the sign of Pisces where there's faith. So there may be a test of faith in this, okay? Virgo isn't necessarily, it's not an unfaithful sign. It's not like, it's a definite loyal sign. So as far as faithfulness, um, it's loyal, but it may not carry the faith that Pisces has, the belief in something greater than oneself. And that belief may be tested next week, next Sunday, when we have Sun opposite Saturn, okay? And Mars is going into Libra, which is not Mars's favorite place to be. And we have to stay aware when Mars is in Libra of the balance, Libra, of power. So the experience of, you know, yourself and others. Again, there's a lot about ourselves and others, the balance in our relationships. 
So Mars and Libra is don't be such a people pleaser. Stand up for yourself. Um, and also not swing the pendulum too much in your favor or in the favor of someone else. It's about balance. And the sun balancing with Saturn. Okay, so we're going to go into a place of balance at the beginning of next week, the next time we see each other here on this podcast. And then Uranus is going to go retrograde on Monday the 28th. So that means we are already in the station of Uranus, that Uranus is getting ready to stop and turn around at 23 degrees of Taurus. Now, if you have something at 23 degrees of Taurus, Scorpio, Aquarius, or Leo, this is a very powerful moment. Now, the other day we had that new moon with Venus squaring Uranus, and it was at 23 degrees. And so it's very important. Um, it's very important when Uranus makes this station, things may feel a little chaotic and out of control. That doesn't mean we give up our balance that we've established the day before, okay, <laughs> that we're working with. So there's so much going on this week. I expect there to be a lot of energy flying around, even though there's a lot of good practicality in this, you know, the sun going into Virgo and Mars in Virgo trining Pluto and all this good um, balance in earth signs. I do expect there's going to be, there's the unexpected with Uranus throwing, you know, throwing a little bit of electric chaos into our realm. So if we're balanced, now this is what I'm talking about. If you've done your inner work and you understand yourself and you understand where you are, when these things come at us, you're going to be in a place to not react or get completely chaotic. So this is what we're looking for. Balance, harmony, peace, um, stability. And, you know, stability doesn't come just because, okay, I'm chaotic. I got to make myself stable. You have to like maintain something all along, a breathing technique, um, yoga posture, something that you do to align yourself and not allow things to throw you off balance. And that's what we're looking at. So be very aware of that. The more we step within, we take a breath, we take a step back, we understand ourselves, the less likely we are to get thrown off balance okay so it's going to be very interesting as as sun and saturn oppose and mars goes into libra then we got this twist of uranus and you know i just i just got myself into a nice peaceful stable serene place and then along comes uranus ta-da okay so that's it, it you know we've got some interesting things and then a full moon happens next week anyway but that's that's the week after that's for next week's podcast so we'll talk more about those things of balance and chaos as we go into next week's podcast oh and before i forget i have of course a venus retrograde story so friday night my friend and i went out to dinner one of my girlfriends and we went to this really good fish place near here <laughs> and we she says, hey, do you want to get like a split an appetizer or something? And I said, yeah, sure. Okay. So she says, oh, yeah, he's telling us they have like soft shell crab. And I'm like, okay, that sounds good. And 
they bring us this appetizer. So we're sitting there talking, and they bring us this appetizer, which is not an appetizer. It's really an entree. It's this huge platter of soft-shell crab and potatoes and this and that. And I'm like, what is, what is this? This is huge. So we ate it as our appetizer, and then our entrees come. And, and I didn't see that soft-shell crab thing on the menu, but she was looking at something I wasn't, whatever. And so we ate. It was really good. It was really yummy. And huh, then by the time our entrees come, we weren't all that hungry for them. <laughs> and we decided to take the rest of it home. And then when we get the bill, we find out that the soft-shell crab experience was indeed a special entree. And... Uh, you know, here everything's in colones, right? So I ordered a dinner that was 10,000 colones, which is about $18, and um, mahi-mahi and stuff. But I said, to, I looked at her and I went, oh my God, what was 24,000 colones, which is like, oh, I don't know, $45 <laughs> all on its own? <laughs> and it was the crab. And she said, I thought that was going to be like 10,000 colones, meaning that we thought this was going to be a little appetizer that we were going to split and we should have known and we didn't ask and we just went and ordered it and happy Venus retrograde. That was the first thing I thought of afterwards. I looked at her and I said, happy Venus retrograde because there was a whole misunderstanding about how much the little thing cost. That wasn't a little thing. It was a big thing. And that it was so much food. I said, look, you know what? We have to, we just have to chalk it up to experience. We know to ask more detailed questions next time. And we have two meals instead of just one. So tomorrow we can each have our entrees for lunch because we ate that big entree together and we can have, we have a second meal. So another lesson of Venus retrograde when you're going out to dinner with friends. <laughs> So this week we are taking a step back. We're looking at that <clears throat> Venus Mercury retrograde, giving us a chance to do a little inner homework and, you know, making the tweaks where we, it's necessary and really like bringing things from energy into matter. So we're, we're really manifesting things in a very practical way. Now, this is good because remember, if you do your emotional inner homework and your energetic homework, you can shift and change things so that you can see them materially in your life. Okay. And that's the whole point of this. So change something in the field. It changes in your life in front of you. And that, my friends, is the week ahead. Thank you so much for listening. You can join my immersion experience, Harmonizing Prosperity, if you would like to. Just email me, like I said earlier, deb at debmcbride.com or info at thegoldenastrologer.com. I'm available for astrology sessions. You can go to my website, The Golden Astrologer, and click book online. And you can also um, see me on Instagram during the week, The Golden Astrologer. And I'll be doing some videos and I give some energetic information and astrological information and all sorts of information on Instagram. And my expansion mentoring is always available to you if you want to work with me on a longer term basis, three months, six months, or 12 months. And you can email me deb at debmcbride.com or info at thegoldenastrologer.com to find out more about expansion mentoring. And if you'd like to expand your life, open the doors to new possibilities, infinite possibilities, this is what we do in expansion mentoring. So welcome one and all. Thank you for listening. Gratitude to all of you. Much love for the week ahead. See you next Sunday.